Welcome to the show and what can only be described as a primetime edition on this Monday. I believe we all needed time to properly emote after a weekend of incredible championship games and some other things off in the peripheral that have gained my attention. I have been remiss in my attempt to help broaden your vocabulary. That's right, the vocabulary of my expansive audience the word of the day has been more like a word of the month. How fortuitous that today's word of the day is emote. Simply defined, thank you Webster.com, to emote is to express emotion in a dramatic or obvious way. People were emoting across the country on Sunday. Did you see the scene at Ford Field in Detroit? I will try to do better. So we move on. On this day, in 1919, we were trying to move on from booze. That did not work. The 18th Amendment, the Prohibition Amendment, was ratified to take effect the following year. What is that awesome documentary about Prohibition? It's got Sean Connery, Kevin Cost, Untouchables. That's it. Football fans from east to west were glad they could touch a beverage or two this weekend. We will catch up on the football, and I mentioned things in my peripheral. Let me keep watch. I see some interesting things over on the hardwood, both pro and college. If scoring 70 is the new 40, remind me of that when I'm 55. I will remind you today that today is National Bubble Wrap Day and Corn Chip Day. Wrap some corn chips in bubble wrap. That's what we do. Go to town. Then settle down and make a puzzle. Are you a puzzler? Do you prefer dissectologist? The Super Bowl puzzle is clear. Only one piece to complete, and that is a champion. Right here this week at the Desert Ridge Classic, champions will emerge. Let's get on the court right after this. It's always beard season. Beard up with Valhalla Beard and Body. The finest handcrafted balms and soaps. You'll love how that beard looks, how you feel, and hey guys, she'll notice too. Use promo code MICK15 at ValhallaBeardAndBody.net. It is that time. Time to get on the court. The fastest growing sport. That time of your favorite podcast show. The dinking, smashing, third shot, dropping, got pickleball fever, and it's not stopping his pickle and nickel. Pickle and nickel. Pickle and nickel, alright. Get ready for some pickleball here in the desert this week. The Desert Ridge Open, Friday, uh, well, February 20th through 25th, Mesa, Arizona Cup, and that weekend will also have MLP. This weekend, the aforementioned Desert Ridge Open. If you live here in the Valley, there are places to go to see pros ahead of the event or during the event week, however you want to put it, whatever. I know that on Wednesday the 31st, Hurricane Tyra Black will be down at the Pickle Mall in Tempe. 
I don't know if you can still join the uh, session with the pro, the session with her. I know that you can get a pickle gating t-shirt at themicklepod.com, or if you see me in person and I just might be at the Pickle Mall Wednesday night, I might have one for you. You just ask me, I give you an in-person discount, you know, we'll take care of it. APP's next event will be at Pictona, who will emerge this week. Out at PPA Masters, we saw new singles champion. It was awesome. We saw the continued dominance of one Anna Lee Whiplash Waters on the ladies' side. As Pickleball continues to dominate, are you getting out there yet and pickling? There are plenty of places to pickle for the recreational pickler, and you should be getting out there and doing it. You heard me and Rick Witzkin talking about it, and I think it's only going to continue to grow. We might see the preponderance, the opening of all these pickle places, maybe slow down a little bit. Let me tell you though, there are plenty in the works for you to get out there. And when you're doing it, whether you're just out there with your friends, it's a local tournament, you might be out there at the Desert Ridge this weekend, you might be out there in Mesa for MLP, pickle gate responsibly. I need to work on a whole rebuild of my game. Time to get to the next level. It's where I want to go 4.0. Toiler alert, Nick from Next Level Pickleball is in the interview queue. We're not going to be on the court for very long today. As we do head off the court, I do got a little more from Pickle with Puppies. Go ahead, I'm I'm here with... I'm Alex Stanley with AZ Husky Rescue. AZ Husky Rescue, we're at the Pickle Mall. It's Pickle for Puppies, and we're trying to get some Huskies adopted. Alex, talk about this great cause. We are. So we are uh, uh, rescue all, all Huskies and Husky mixes. Uh, most of our dogs come from Maricopa County. Uh, others are other surrenders. Um, to help as many Huskies as possible. And that's awesome. And people can sign up to adopt right here today or contact you further. Yes, we have a, an adoption application that's online. It's really quick and easy. Awesome. After that, we do a virtual home visit. How about that? Take your dog home. That is so cool. Now, Alex, do you play pickleball? I have never played. I, I know. I shouldn't be here. But I no, you're doing a great work doing here. But do you think you might start playing? I might, especially after seeing people play today. All right. And you know what you can? You can listen to my show, The Mickle Pod and Pickle with Mickle. It's everywhere in the podverse. You're on it now, and I appreciate it, man. This is such a great cause. Let's have a great day out here at the Pickle Mall. It was a great day out there at the Pickle Mall. Pickle and puppies, two great things. And how about we might have gotten a new pickleball player out of Alex himself. Two other great things. Two NFL championship games. It's on to football. The Mickle Pod and Pickle with Mickle is all new, twice a week, all major podcast apps. Earbuds in, podcorn ready, it's back to the show. Hang on. We're going to Vegas. Vegas! You think we can do it by midnight? Money, we're going to be up 500 by midnight. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! And now we are going to Vegas with the Niners and the Chiefs. There will be plenty of time to look at the Super Bowl, a familiar matchup, even if the players have changed, and some do, remain the same. This was 
Championship Weekend. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained by the continued rise of the dynasty of the Chiefs, the resilience of the 49ers, Brock Purdy? Sunday, two games were played, two championships crowned, and the right to go after that Lombardi trophy in Vegas. I will start with the first game, the AFC Championship, Ravens and Chiefs. This was the game for the Ravens to show that they are the team now. This was the game for them to show that they had ascended to the top. Baltimore had cruised through the regular season. Lamar Jackson possibly earning a second MVP trophy. This was the game. The game was in Baltimore, a home game. The Kansas City Chiefs, they were in Baltimore too. I have said it. I have said it multiple times on this show. They are the champs. You must take it from them. The Ravens simply did not. They had it handed to them by the Chiefs. They also handed the Chiefs some gifts, miscues, and mistakes that cannot happen in a title game. As lovely as the Ravens' flowers bloomed all year, taunting, fumbling away the Ravens' chances when they still had them. Now, Lamar is not Burrow or Brady. He did a Lamar fumble and a Lamar pick at time and places in the game that really mattered. And remember, it does matter in this dynasty of the Chiefs. No Burrow, no Brady. That is the formula. I might have failed to lay out my over-under on championship game spags drops, yet I believe post-game, even Mahomes dropped a spags. So what happened in Baltimore? Three points in the second half. A tale of two halves, maybe in both games. I guess so. How the Ravens used to run, maybe more so, was the tale of this one. All year I have said that Lamar can run. He just cannot be your leading rusher. Turning the Ravens into a throwing team is a good thing. The Chiefs ran for 89 yards. The Ravens only 81. The Ravens only carried the rock 16 times. Half of them by Lamar. The Chiefs just kept bashing it into the Ravens' D. They ran 24 times by Pacheco, over 30 carries by the Chiefs in the game. That mattered. Mahomes threw 39 passes. Lamar threw 37. Lamar completed 20. Mahomes, 30. The fact that Jackson had more yards was probably the result of two of those completions, the touchdown to Flowers in the first quarter. Baltimore's only TD. That, I mean, that was as much as a schoolyard breakdown as you're going to see. And I'm fine with that. 11 targets, 11 catches, one touchdown. That's Kelsey's line. You cannot be fine with that. If you're Baltimore, you know he's going to get it. Hello, teams that play Kansas City. On third down, cover up Kelsey and spy Mahomes. Every stinking times, it's to Kelsey or Mahomes run on third. That Mahomes run. We talked about it. Everyone talked about it. You can't let Mahomes just get out there and gallop down the field unscathed. The Chiefs took that first half, and the Ravens could not recover. Spags is at his best, doing what he does. He does not need to be a head coach, so I don't want to hear any of that nonsense heading into the offseason. He built that Giants D that shut down Brady, and he has this Chiefs D 
absolutely confusing every team every week when they play. 17 to 10 isn't going to light your ass on fire. I get that. Yet here go the Chiefs looking to repeat the first time since. Yes, that was rhetorical. The story continues and I am here to enjoy it. The coach has been in the game. He knows this game. Andy Reid adjusted this team this year and here they are going back to the Super Bowl again. Getting number three would be so sweet and of course open the door to that magical number four. Reed has Mahomes who's writing his story right alongside with him and when you have a coach and a quarterback who are dialed in how it seems that everything else just seems to fit. Of course you got to have some other pieces all world tight end defensive players that are making their names coaches that are making players that have been there and that are also that good. See Spags and the departed the enemy. You, you get breaks and bounces. The power of the dynasty is strong. It's something to not overlook. It's happening right in front of us. So let's circle back to Baltimore. <laughs> Yeah, you got to pump the brakes. They lost the whistles. They did not get the bounces. They got beat. They've got the coach and they have the QB. The Ravens will be there. It is not time to think. Blow it up. I think Lamar can win one in Baltimore. I mean, hey, Manning got one in Indy. The Chiefs have repeated. As AFC champions, they will move on to Vegas to face San Francisco. Quick break and we head out to Santa Clara where the aftershocks of this one can still be felt. You play to win the game. You play the whole damn game. NFC Championship Recap, coming up. You're listening to The Mickle Pod. Why wouldn't you be? Now back to the show. When the lights went out in the city last night, the sun was still shining on the bay. The 49ers are your NFC champions and will head to Vegas to play the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. A tale of two halves, a tale of two calls. Do not look at the stats, the box score, or any of that. Look into my eyeballs. The only numbers that matter from that game are one and three. Coach Campbell stuck to his fourth down guns on Sunday. I heard over and over during the game, leading up to the game, his race to 30 philosophy. And you you don't know what would have happened had certain things happened. I know the Niners got to 31st. I know that coming into the second half with that lead, holding the Niners to three after they had a nice drive that chewed up some clock was perfect for Detroit. Perfect in the sense that it further deflated the Niners 24-10 and the Lions march right down the field. I know, I know. I know in my mind, trading threes at that point is just fine. You're back to that big lead. A three-score lead. Any momentum the Niners thought maybe they had, like I said, gone. Fourth down. Fourth and two. Incomplete. Now, I should have recorded myself in that moment because I said it, 
That was it. That was the moment the game shifted. All momentum back to the 49ers. The fault line opened and the Lions were rocked by an earthquake of championship proportions. The aftershocks they'll feel for some time. The immediate damage was in the first minute and 41 seconds as 51 yards were covered in an off-the-hands tip drill that was crazy and ended up in the hands of Ayuk, who would hit Pater three plays later. In a game with few whistles, the bounces were big in the air and on the ground. Boom! Gibbs puts it on the ground. Did he go the wrong way? Was there a poor exchange? Does it freaking matter? He dropped it. And where and when he did was pivotal. Just as important. The legs of Brock Purdy. He's got that fucking Mahomes run down and uses it perfectly on Sunday. Drop back. See a gap. Take it. Purdy did so, and it was crushing to the Lions each time. Now time in this game is on the Niners' side. Time, home field, crowd, you name it, Niners had it. Brand new game with three minutes to go in the third. And Shanahan, if you follow football, he's a big guy about that third quarter. No matter what the game is or where it's at, he wants to win the third quarter. 17-0, Niners, third quarter quarter. Another fourth down go and zero would effectively shut down the Lions for good in this one. I am not a fan of the analytics that have taken over sports and taking away when it's just not the right stinking thing to do. All these coaches want to go for it on fourth down. Now, I'm not a head coach in the NFL. This is a game that these Lions, Dan Campbell, Goff, the mummy, the coaches, and the players can build and should build from. This is what you do after you suffer a 9.0 on the championship scale. You must rebuild. Look, the Lions have their coach and QB. It's not time to jump off golf. They have all the pieces we mentioned earlier. Coaches coveted in this league. The offensive coordinator is about to go to my commanders for crying out loud. Detroit will rebuild, not tear down. The Lions can come back. The 49ers, they are back, baby, in the Super Bowl. And you know who's coming to dinner. You know Debo will be there, McCaffrey and Kittle, Bosa and the boys. There are 12 days until the Super Bowl in Vegas. And what a show it will be. Chiefs and Niners, Reed, Shanahan, defense. I'm getting all geeked up thinking about it, and we're going to have plenty of time to do it. There are only three days until the next show. I'm working on filling the court with awesome interviews, so venture for Is it warming up out there? Stay safe. Stay hydrated. Friday, we can dream about the weekend. Have a great week. I'll see all y'all next time right here for more.